I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hello and welcome. It's Is It Just Me, the podcast that talks about all sorts of, frankly, utter nonsense and gives it the seriousness and the gravitas that it deserves. And we couldn't think of a better person to talk utter nonsense with today than one of our favourites, Ellie Goulding. She's joining me, Jo Elvin and James Williams, to talk about her new album, The Brightest Blue, the amazing virtual tour she has coming up at the V&A, um, klutziness, weird lids, and all sorts of other things like rude greeting cards. So um, we had a brilliant time talking about it. It's a couple of glitchy bits. Thanks to Ellie's patchy Wi-Fi. We'll do our best to sort that out. But we hope you enjoy it. Happy listening. So how are you? It's, it, the album's out, isn't it? The Brightest Blue. Yes. Another number one album. I know. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. Um, yeah, yeah, thank you. Um, it's, it's been a really strange time. I'm sure you've heard that sentence from everyone and anyone um, at the moment. But there's no uh, overemphasizing it, is there? No, I think it's the one time that we really can say, all of us say that it's mm. been very weird. Uh, but I think with this album, I... I I, we were conscious of releasing it now. Um, I'm not going to lie and say, oh, it didn't even, we didn't even, didn't cross our minds that we were releasing it during the pandemic. Um, I think, I think I was just so, I was so keen to get it out there. You know, there were a few people that thought I should wait and I just thought, I can't wait. And it's been five years. And uh, I felt as though in some way that the album would be a nice kind of change because uh there, you know, there are people are releasing songs these days. There's not really much album release now. Yeah. Um, I mean, there is, but sort of out come and go a bit more, and they're they're a bit more kind of um, temporary, and um, they can kind of, you know, be be in people's, uh, um, you know, be be visible for like a second, and then suddenly they're gone, and then you know, and then someone releases another song that's not on the album, and then it comes back again. It's just this. Yeah, there's music, music, the release of music a lot. So it's just nice to do it, you know, old school and just see what 
what happened. But you obviously love touring. You found a very clever way to get around the lack of touring at the moment, haven't you? With, your, with this one-off gig you're doing next week. Yeah, I, I literally have, it's the first time I can, I can say that I have no clue what it's going to be like. Um, we are putting on the most uh, ambitious show that we can in the circumstances. And I have an amazing team and they've been working really hard uh, to try and make this thing work. And I mean, it's going to be really weird without, without lovely audience there to bounce off. But I think it, you know, I think the fact that it's in the V&A, the fact that it's in London and uh, yeah, and I get to play my new songs for the first time. I think it will, it will be special. It'll just be a bit unusual. And where's it going to be in the V&A? Is it going to be in the garden? Is it going to be in that foyer when you walk in? Yeah, it's going to be in the foyer, um, actually, well guessed. Um, <laughs> and, um, there, and, and in the garden. Um, yeah. The two, two most beautiful spots. Um, but I, I actually haven't been there yet to, to, uh, to rehearse. So the first rehearsal is on Sunday. So I will get to... I think every every show I do until I actually get there and and be be in the, you know in the place and feel it out and um, do a couple of run throughs. That's when I know that it's real. But uh, yeah, I, th- I think we really want this to be you know an experience more than anything. Um, I've you know I've obviously I've done a thousand shows, but um, we we really do want this to people to you know get their money's worth. So. If it all goes tits up, I'll just start running around naked, destroying, you know, ancient artifacts. And if that doesn't sell tickets, what will? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, just go, just go whap on the whole thing. Yeah. For those who don't know, it's, it's, it's Wednesday the 26th of August. Yes. Uh, apart from in Australia, because we do have Australian listeners as well. Ollie, so it's, it's, in Australia, it's on the 27th, is that right? Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> I, I think it's probably, being probably because they're in the future. Yeah, yeah. they're always yeah. in the future. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. If so anyone would yeah. So if, if people want to get tickets, where's the best place for them to go and, and, and get their tickets? How do they access the concert? Oh my God, I actually know the answer to this question. It's Ellie Well, that's Gold. bloody handy, uh, isn't it? <laughs> Andy, ellygoldlivenow.com. Ellie Well, that's now. easy to remember. Yeah. Know, but also, in a weird way, Ellie, trying to turn everything on its head, and cause that's what we do now in this really weird, upside-down world we live in. It, in a weird way, you could make it quite exciting because it's, you're one of the first people to kind of do this. Like, yeah, um, I, 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 I did always want to do a big show in one of the museums. Um, I love London for its museums and its um, galleries. Um, so I thought about, I did this, I, I considered a few and I thought, I just, I got to, you know, my, my uncle works at the, at the V&A. So I, I, I literally asked him if I could have a look around and, and I thought, yeah, this is the perfect place for brightest blue. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I imagine that there'll be more and more artists doing uh, the same thing, to be honest. Um, I don't know when live music is going to fully resume. Obviously, I have a UK tour booked next year. Hopefully, it's going ahead. I'm pretty sure it's going ahead. Um, but, you know, I think everyone's taking each week as it comes. And 
Um, I haven't booked an American tour, European tour, Australian, New Zealand tour yet. Um, just waiting to see if if that's possible. But even then, I think that it's going to be a really. I'm, I'm I've been thinking about this. I'm like, are people going to start actually wanting to stay home watching shows? Because you God know, no, <laughs> no. You'd be surprised, Joe. People like. You know, I, I've had a lot of people say to me, like, oh, it's really nice actually just watching you sing your own in, her, in your own Oh, home. yeah, it's great for now and it's a great novelty, but do you really think that people aren't going to storm the gates the minute they can do something live again? I you know, know what that atmosphere's like. <laughs> yeah, 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 I mean, I, I've been able to experience that atmosphere over and over again with live music, but at the same time, maybe people will miss the you know the intimacy and the the connection of just seeing their favorite artists in their own home or i don't know i think we can agree that there's merit in both i think we're just going to have to sit on the fence with that but i'm worried that um are you not worried about offending all the people in my neck of the woods um in forest hill london by not considering the horny man museum (laughs) i don't know if you know it no the horny man museum and I'm not making that name up. It's this old Victorian museum that was um, founded by some mad eccentric explorer whose name I think was Mr. Horniman. And H O R N I M A N, but I like saying Horny Man. Um, uh. And there's a massive, massive, massive big walrus in the, in the middle of it. It's, it's all taxidermy. You could have sat atop that walrus and belted out any number of songs that you wanted. <laughs> I don't know if a taxidermy museum would have been the right sort of vibe for the, for the album. Um, you know, I just think of- you're not thinking laterally. You, you could have done a great cover of I Am The Walrus, Ellie. On, sat on the very walrus. <laughs> I was thinking maybe actually that could get more sort of attention. If I there was that. one time that fucking walrus got lent to some museum in Canada or somewhere like that. And the whole of South London had to shut down for like six hours while they transported it to the airport. Really? It's how, obviously it's bloody massive. It's the size of a truck. M- moving oh the was it second uh, Yeah, so. On another note, I do, I would like to see that. Um, I would like to visit that museum. Is it open or not? It is open. When my daughter was little, she used to love the taxidermied wall of dogs' heads. And she would just, she would make a beeline for it and just stand looking at the dogs' heads. It's the maddest place. <laughs> that sounds absolutely museum. Pardon? Have you been to the Hunterian Museum? No. That is full of lots of things in jars and uh are we talking yeah. appendages <laughs> yeah it's, it's definitely a medical type uh, museum not for everyone not for everyone <laughs> but i found it really interesting i've got a bit of a morbid curiosity so oh yeah and I'm, I'm taking my friend tracy who's obsessed with scary dolls we're going to the toy museum just behind gooch street soon and there's a whole room with just dead-eyed victorian dolls who look at you out of glass and it's oh. the scariest thing I've ever seen. Museums existed. Well, what you know, I'm a very, I'm very cultured, Ellie Goulding. Yeah, Ellie, I'm not, really. Ellie, <laughs> Ellie, I think there's a whole museum tour. You just, just go around and get <laughs> all these creepy museums. That, what, yeah. That's going to get people to buy tickets. I'll get them that, there in that's person. My, my dream, I'd love a museum tour. I did a Jack the Ripper tour once for my birthday. I did a Tower of London tour once for my birthday. Oh, I love all of that. 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, no, I suppose the VNA is okay. Yeah. I mean, they, they they do call the horny man. I think the the VNA of Forest Hill, don't they, Joe? <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> but well, th- th- it started here today that it started getting called that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, but, but Ellie, I mean, in terms of, I was going to say, it, it's probably quite. Does it ever not get nerve wracking releasing new music? That's that's my question because you know you've been doing this quite a while now. But does it always feel a little bit ah, what's going to happen? How's it going to do? Ah, uh, I mean, yeah, it 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 is always nerve wracking. Not because I've I've been doing this so long. I've kind of I've lost the um, I've lost the kind of urge to for it to be sort of a you know. I, I'm just at this point, and I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing. I'm just so happy to put new music out there. I know people are gonna listen. I know um, that people are gonna, uh, you know, fans are gonna appreciate new music. Um, I, I, I think of it in a much more simple way now. Um, uh, but you know, in the in the olden days of music, um, it was very uh, like it was very, you know, there was a lot of tension around it because it was like getting number one and selling this much in one week and yeah and and so I think I think the fact that I got to release it at such a strange time um it meant that the, the pressure was kind of off because I, f- I feel like everything is so surreal anyway that the releasing the music it, it meant that I didn't have to I don't know I could I suppose I could just release it and it was just about the music for, for the first time ever it was wasn't about my you know what kind of mood I was in at what interview and what you know what I was wearing and about you know yeah it, it was just about the album and actually yeah. so that was really a good thing for me um and I and I didn't have to really you know obviously I, I was doing interviews and I what and I was I was doing zooms and things but it just felt more relaxed it just felt more kind of like how it should be done, not trying to sort of dress it up and throw glitter over it. And it just felt like I was releasing the album and, um, and, that, and it was there. And um, like I said, I've had so much amazing um, feedback for, for the honesty of it. And somebody asked me the other day, like, why are you that honest? I was like, because um, I, I, I want to be. I, yeah, start really lying know. to us, for God's sake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fine um yeah I thought it was a really odd question because I thrive so much in being able to be open about everything and I think obviously I have to keep somewhat um private um for obvious reasons but at the same time I I love being really open and honest about things I do and I'm not afraid of it and I think questions like that still come up and um aren't you afraid of people knowing all about you and I'm like well I've kind of already like done that to myself anyway, so I may as well just be brutally honest about my relationships. And I think it just comes with age when you realise it just doesn't matter what other people think. But also, I think you know the old adage is true. You know, you, you write write what you know, isn't it? And that's true. Yeah. Within, if you're writing a book, if you're writing a song, you write from the heart. And I think that's what often connects with people. It's the truth that connects with people. Yeah, um, and. I just don't really, I just don't really operate in any other way when I'm writing. I don't like to, um, I probably could write songs that were, weren't honest. I probably could lie all the time um, about the way that, you know, about how things are. Um, but I don't know, I have, I, I, I also can't, I do simplify things. Um, 
I definitely, I definitely, there are definitely a lot of things going on in my head that I don't write down, but I, you know, I still consider myself um, someone who writes pop music and I want, I love the idea. I get joy out of people knowing that people are going to be, um, you know, uplifted and, and feel some kind of hopefulness in, in my music. So I, I do bear that in mind as well. And I always like to give some kind of resolution because uh, I try and, I try and kind of inject some like positivity, positivity into it. Um, but um, I mean, somebody said also, you've got some spiky songs on there. Um, I don't know what that means. I think spiky, like about exes and just being really savage. Um, but you know, that's what I do. And, yeah. and then I deal with consequences later. I, but I like the idea of there being um, a concept album there, Ellie, You're the lying album, where you just tell a load of yeah. lies, make it, make it <laughs> like a ludicrous, you know, just that. that but just, just make, but everyone has to guess which one is true out of all the lies. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I like a, like a politician. I could just start, just yeah. I could probably make it sound believable as well. I got, I can, I can give enough conviction um, in my voice. Um, yeah, I mean, I, that could be a good experiment. Uh, I just don't know how. I don't know how helpful that would be, but it might be fun. Yeah. And on that note, <laughs> shall we move on to playing? Is it just me? Yes. I know. I, I'm, I'm going to kickstart this week with, I recently had a birthday uh, and it just highlighted for me, and, I, and I'm not sure if I'm a weirdo when I say this, but is it just me that doesn't really like slash get greetings cards? Like, I don't really like birthday cards. I don't send Christmas cards, but it's not the fact that I'm lazy. Even the receiving of these things makes me slightly tense. Because the first thing I get, <laughs> if, if you give me a card, the first thing going through my head is, how long do I have to put that on the mantelpiece for before I can then recycle it? That's the very first uh, thing I'm thinking. Am I weird? Is it just me? I never know what to do with cards. I always feel guilty when I throw them out. Slash <laughs> recycle, Joe. Mm. Um, no, I agree with you. I think that at this point when we've got phones, they're probably a bit waste of paper now. Um, <laughs> I, look, I, I adore my husband's family so much that they do this thing, they write letters. And um, so they always write thank you letters, um, which I think is di different from a greetings card, right? Because greetings yeah. cards can, when someone sends you like a bad greetings card, like, oh, thanks. Um, yeah. I love the cards that are like, sorry, it's late, I forgot. Or um, we know you, we know you were fired or yeah. you know, you're not. <laughs> I love those ones. They're the best ones. Um, and um, I, I preferred your old house. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that I think that's that mean male brand isn't it I love that yeah. Yeah. Um, not everyone's humor by the way not everyone's humor I've tried it oh god um, <laughs> but no, but they do thank you letters so they, so they say they'll write and say thank you so much for lunch it was wonderful and then they'll talk about how you know the sort of the the um you know they'll go into the lunch and talk about how good this was and how good that was in the conversation whatever and then I'm like, do I then write a letter back saying thank you for the letter? Um, I really loved that sentence where you said this about the lunch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just keep it going forever. <laughs> oh, I think it's very sweet. I think it's very sweet. Oh, no, I love, I love a thank you letter. Yeah. Oh, I also quite love the idea of Ellie being caught in perpetual familial chain letters. Like literally constantly writing back and forth to thank each other. <laughs> oh, God. No, I mean, that, no, that's very nice. I think, you know, the art of a well-written letter is, is lovely and it's very different, I think. I think, for me, I think, I, I feel like you're born a card person or you're not. Like, I yeah. feel like, 
I have friends and family who genuinely take time and effort, not only buying the card, but they will sit there. You know, I mean, I, I'm, when I open a card and it say it's one of those old fashioned ones, which actually has a written like poetry style verse. I never read that. I just go straight to what the handwritten message says. I never read yeah, that. But money. I, money I just want to play devil's advocate here, James. If on your birthday last week, happy birthday. If, oh, happy it, birthday, James. Yeah, um, I mean, as if you would have been thrilled if not one card landed on your doormat, you would have been like, my friends are the worst people in the world. Well, yeah, well, you see, now this is the thing, this is why I get more weird. There is a footnote to this. So my feeling about it is, if I'm not seeing you, I think a card sent to my home is actually very, very sweet. Cause I think, my God, that person has got ahead of the curve. They've really yeah. thought about being advanced. They actually sent it to my house. Cause also at the end of the day, not many of us, I mean, hardly any of us anymore more know our friends' mobile phone numbers, let alone our addresses, right? So the fact that somebody can get a card on your birthday, that is impressive. But it is impressive what these days. Yeah, what I find a bit weird is when I'm with you and then somebody hands me a card that I'm opening the card in front of them. I ah, find that kind of weird. God, your hard work. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh my God! Say, you can say happy birthday. You know, it's just a bit weird. I don't know. Maybe I'm just thinking about it too much or not at all. Uh, yeah, I'll just take the wine or the champagne. Don't need. Yeah. I don't need a card. I know it's from you. I don't need a card with it. No, but don't you remember? This is it. All comes back to when we were kids, and you know, especially when you get a birthday present, and your parents would be glaring at you if you ripped open the present before you sat and pretended to read the card. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. that everybody's got that thing in them that you've got to get a card. I know, yeah. true. But, <laughs> but yeah, I'm just, hard by it, yeah. I'm do you just remember like, that? Do you remember that? Do you remember going through the pantomime as a kid of pretending to read the fucking card and all you want to do is rip open the present? Yeah. <laughs> I, I was always told off for that. Always yeah. told off for being so uncouth as to open the gift and not being bothered to open the card. And the only time I, I happily read the card is when I could tell I was being given clothes. Like, you know, when you get that package and it's, and it's fabulous, you're like, oh, well, I don't even want that anyway, so I'll, I will spend time reading the card. Well, the good thing about this is that I think my, my close friends now know, so they know to either not buy me a card, or better still, they've now gone on a mission to try and find the best cards to give me, which tends to involve me being called the C word. Or yeah. one of my favourites this year was my, my friend got me a card, and literally it was a white card, and in black writing it said, a birthday card. <laughs> it was just, it was so barely says what it does on the tin. Really made me laugh. But that's I, what I think I think the greeting cards industry knows that people have card fatigue, and so that's where we that's where you come up with cards like that. That's the only way they're selling them now is is in that cynical way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I like I cards. Send me a card. Okay, maybe I need to get into it. But I think well, the thing is, I do love stationery. I seem to have a, a card block. I mean, do, well, do you do you do, could you spend hours looking at cards in a shop, Ellie? Me? No, Ellie. Could you? I, I could. I could. Um, yeah. I mean, I I actually do. Um, I think it's just a habit. I do. I do like just going. I don't particularly need to buy a card for anyone, but I'll still go and look at them. I mean, it is the more sort of ridiculous ones that make me laugh. But, uh, you know what, Conran Shop has some really cute, quirky ones, but they're about 10 quid each. Um, they're just like, they have like a little, little stamp from like the 30s on it or like a tape, you know, which kids just, uh, you know, don't, you know, it's, it's just like a sort of relic now. And, <laughs> and, um, and uh, yeah, but I do, I do, yeah, I, I'm with you on the card thing. Um, I think if it's a really cool, card and it's got like something written in it great if it just says like happy birthday with like two balloons on the front it's like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right, are we really ungrateful 
Yes. <laughs> yeah, but I remember the, the only the only memorable greeting card. I remember when I was a kid, and I must have been old enough to have pocket money. I bought my little brother a birthday card, and it it is terrible. It was like a, a, someone with like poo drawn on their head, and it said "Happy Birthday, <laughs> Shithead." And I got grounded by my parents for buying it. <laughs> what? <laughs> my brother liked it, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love cats, so I got one with a grumpy cat on the front saying, "This cat doesn't give a fuck about your birthday." That was the last yeah. I, got. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm so basic. Anything with a swear word, pretty much, it automatically makes yeah. it hard. Yeah. I mean. No, I'm sticking up for greeting cards. I like them. Okay. Well, no, like I said, I, I like them if I'm not going to see you. That, 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 so it, it does come with like that sort of, you know. I well, know. I didn't see you, and I didn't get you a card, so I'm sorry. You're just the worst <laughs> friend alive, basically. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Ellie, you're excused. You didn't know. Yeah. Next, <laughs> I expect, you know, you can send them to my house. <laughs> Ellie, the question I was going to say to you, though, is you must, as an artist, you, do you get asked a lot, though, to, like, do videos or to sing happy birthday for, like, random people all the time? Do people do that a lot for you? As in, they ask you to do it. I literally right? just did one right before um, this. I had to say, uh, it was something to a TikTok for a young young kid. Um, I know I made you do one of those once. I'm so sorry. No, no, it was it, it's fine. I just have to pretend I know what I'm talking about. Um, like be down with the kids and talk about yeah, I love this video on TikTok. I don't know what it is, um, um, but yeah, that was, that was the last one I did. And then, um, but actually, as part of my album, this is crazy, and it's just what's you know the the, the nature of right now where I can't do meet and greet. So I was doing a whole bunch of voice notes, um, which was interesting. Uh, so yeah, some some people have been uh, buying voice notes for their mates, um, personal notes. And there were some really sweet ones as well. Like, do you have any advice for long distance relationships? Do you have Aww. any advice for um, uh, a, a creativity, for starting out? You know, lots of things. So actually I really enjoyed it. it. Just because I wanted to make every single one really unique it took me fucking forever oh god um, you must have been exhausted I, well okay i was on i was on holiday i managed to when i found out that the album had gone to number one i was obviously elated and i just so happened that i jumped on my husband's holiday he was going on holiday i wasn't going um and i ended up just last minute going with him um, but i sat um i sat in the hotel room just doing voice notes all day um making them really super personal and Aww. saying like okay, I hope you're thriving. I hope everything's good in your life. Uh, and, and then I'd say a fact about me or a fact about the world or a fact about the colour blue. Don't tell me to say any facts about the colour blue because I've forgotten them all. I think I've sort of, yeah. I don't I don't want to know any facts about the colour blue, so you're all right. I like the colour yeah. blue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably, the world is changing, right? So I guess people are now more inclined to ask you to do a video than they would be to maybe sign something. Like, do you still get asked to do as many autographs or do you get more requests to do videos and stuff like that now from fans? Yeah, I mean, it's anything... I, I Right now, I'd be doing meet and greets on tour, which is just normal. I would do, you know... F- maybe 50 people or something, 50 or 60 people each night, maybe more, maybe a bit less. Um, and uh, and yes, yeah, so and none of that's happening. So there's no, there's been no, um, there's been no sort of in that kind of interaction. So I think, I think with, um, uh, you know, right now trying to engage with fans and trying to just stay, um, yeah, stay, you know, keep connected. I've got to do just that bit more, but I'm happy to do it. I love being really connected with my fans. Um, you know, I've, I've, I've sort of jumped in on a few 
Zooms when I, I see that they're all having like a fan meet up on Zoom and I jump in and say, oh, yeah. oh my God. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they all freak out big time, but, um, but no, it's, re it's really nice. And I actually do, I'm not just saying this, I actually do have quite incredible fans and um, they're just, they're just, they're very sweet and, um, and super smart. And, you know, when I talk about environmental stuff, they pick up on it and they spread the word and they, you know, try and influence their parents and all that kind of stuff. So it's, yeah, they're very cool. Very lucky. Oh. So I guess I was interested in things. I guess a surprise, is it just me here? Is it just me that never really got autographs? Like I, I, that's another thing I never got as a kid growing up. I never wanted to get things signed by celebrities. Don't get me wrong, I have an interest in pop stars and I love them, but I didn't have that yeah. need to get things signed. I'm just wondering if the new generation are still as um, autograph obsessed. Do you still get as many people wanting things signed, Ellie? No, never. Um, very rarely, but maybe, maybe for um, slightly, um, you know, slightly older fans, um, love me to sign things. Um, Don't look at me and Joe when you say that, Ellie. Don't look at us. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the most common thing I get, which is so surreal and I don't, it doesn't make me annoyed. It just, it, it just, it just makes me laugh um, that I do get people, if I am in this, and this was pre-lockdown when I was, you know, wearing, I wear my mask around, but um, I get people coming up and say, can I have a selfie and then take a selfie and then they, they sort of walk off looking at the selfie. Oh like yeah. I, that's the strangest thing. Yeah, no, no meaningful interaction whatsoever. No, it's it's almost like yeah. the the picture is more important than actually the real you, which is just yeah. very strange. I think I've seen lots of celebrities talk about that, and it, yeah, and, yeah. and it's, it's sometimes a lot of celebrities. I think it was Kirsten Dunst who was like, "No, but we can have a chat. If you want to have a chat, let's have a chat." But, you know, yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. weird. Yeah, it's, I, I've never, I've never had um, an urge to have. I've, I'm always fascinated by people who want body parts signed. Oh, I haven't done a body part for a while. I've definitely, I've signed a fair few. Um, yeah, yeah, body parts. Exactly. Isn't it weird? Because that's you know that's not going to last. What's the most popular so, body part, Ellie? Where, 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 sorry. Where's the where's the most popular body part? What, what do they tend to always want you to sign? It'll, it'll, it'll be the arm, yeah. Um, I've, well, I've signed, I've signed some boobs, um, but yeah, it'll be, right? it'll be, it'll usually be inner arm or, or outer arm, that's the most popular, and they want me to sign <clears throat> either my autograph or um, a name, usually a name of a song or an album title. And then obviously when, by the time I see fans, it's usually after a show, when I've you know, had a few drinks, I'm pretty high from the show, and then they're like, can you, can you write Halcyon? And I'm like, oh God. <laughs> and I write it and I look at it and think, oh God, I really, that is not very good. But it is also one of those words where you do look at it and think, is that right? Have I got that right? <laughs> it yeah. Be, yeah, a lot of people spell it Hallycon instead of Yeah. <laughs> but I, I've looked at it a few times and thought, oh my God, that's not very good. But I can't redo it, so I'm just like, bye. And then, and so then much. they go to the tattooist to get it traced oh. over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then the next thing I know, like, I see a picture on Twitter, and they say, Ellie, I got the tattoo, and I look at it and think, oh god, I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> You're graffitiing yeah. your fans. It's abuse. It's abuse. <laughs> but Ellie, yeah. when, when you when you were young, Ellie, who did you massively fan over? Who did you? Did, were you like an autograph hunter? Was there anybody you would have des desperately wanted to sign things? 
I do, we didn't really have many people come through Hereford, to be honest. <laughs> um, I think we had like a footballer one time. Um, I th- who else did we have? We actually, the, the, there was a guy that went around the schools um, who wore like this big, like silver puffer jacket. And he's sounding uh, not good at all. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I know he used to sing about drugs being bad, right? So it was unsavory. Being, yeah, the guy used to come around singing, and I remember the song. And he used to come around the schools singing, "I am on a natural high." <laughs> sort of promote, you know, natural high. Don't take drugs. Um, Therefore, was, oh, um, you know, well, I was going to say launching, you know, a huge drug problem in the Hereford schools. <laughs> But no, who did I have a crush on? Um, I, my, 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 the first crush I remember was anyone of E17, anyone of um, Boyzone, anyone of the Manchester United football team. So, so I, I gave, I gave Brian from E17 a massage once. Did you? What? Yeah. So now we were on a shoot. He had really short, sore shoulders, so I gave him a massage. This is before the whole Me Too movement. <laughs> Are you jealous, Ellie? This might be the only, the one and only time I can make a pop star jealous. I slightly am, yeah. <laughs> definitely, definitely the eight-year-old me or nine-year-old me. But <laughs> also, Ellie, I really, I really hope, given the standard of celebs going through Hereford, you've really gone back a lot just to try and give kids hope. <laughs> They've got to aim higher. Yeah. The, the creepy natural high man in the, in the silver cell suit. Oh God, he was a bit creepy. Um, if you play your cards right, maybe you could do that in Hereford one day. Give back to the community. <laughs> I bet you're a better singer anyway. I could yeah. do, can I? Yeah. Um, I don't know if I, you know, uh, yeah, I don't know if I could do that. But um, I would definitely go back and promote, you know, lots of different things. Um, <laughs> obviously, um, but uh, but no, I did go back to my school once, and actually, I'm so glad I did because um, I, I yeah, I literally I hadn't been back since since I'd left, and um, the kids were a bit shy. Um, I ended up talking about I, I went to the music lesson. God, they were painfully shy, and I don't oh, think bet they were terrified. Yeah, like, but I was terrified as well. So it's just a bit of a it was a bit of an awkward one, but it was it was really surreal to go back actually. Oh. <laughs> It always yeah. seems so much smaller, doesn't it? When you go back to your, th- those schools, you, when you were there, so it seemed you. Smaller. You go back and it's yeah. like tiny. And like oh. when I went to assembly, I remember that, you know, you were, re- once you were sitting on the benches at the back, oh my God, you were really hard then. And you could just sort of look like, a, you know, look down over the peasants sat on, on the floor. You know, that was when you got to like year 11. Um, but yeah, it, it was, it, you're right. Everything was small. And, and like, you know, the apparatus, the PE apparatus on the walls and we, kind of split the hall between assemblies and and um and sports days or whatever so it was yeah it was so weird amazing hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now, this might just be me. It's not Jal, is it? it, it is it just me who, whenever I have to put a screw lid back on anything, like a tube of makeup, the pint of milk, whatever... I'm telling you, without fail, every single time, as I'm twisting it, it falls off the first time and I have to go chasing it across the room and it works the second time. But every single time in my entire lifespan, whenever I try to screw a lid back on, that happens. Is it science? I promise you that I've literally been late for things because I'm like enraged trying to get lids back on things. Yeah. Why is everything made by utter bastards? <laughs> Why? Um, including this thing, I've got my swell bottle yes. here, the brightest blue themed. And I'm like, you know, screw Oh, you did it, see? It is just me. It is just and me. I'm not even going to try and demonstrate. And then yeah. it leaks into the bag, and then it's just, it's very annoying. Things need to be designed better. There are just so many things in, in the world of design and products that upset me on a daily basis. Why do we need, and you, I think you'll be with me on this, Ellie, with your um, strong eco-credentials and eco-passions. Why do we need that bit of foil on the top of tubes, like toothpaste, whatever? It takes forever to get off. Why do we uh, need that? It's, it, there's so many things like that. It, yeah. it, 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 unfortunately, there's a really annoying technicalities of, of like health and safety stuff. And it's so annoying. Um, but you know what it is? It's our fault because people feel people still have to have a certain standard with their product, not to go serious, but like people still hmm. feel like they have to have a certain standard. So when they receive something, if it doesn't have that packaging to them, it's not sanitary or it's not presentable. Or it's not presented enough. Like I, yeah. there are certain, like just to go into the packaging thing, I have certain headphones um, and certain brands, you know, there's this new Instagram thing where everything is about um, opening and packaging. Oh, and unboxing, yeah. Well, yeah. I detest it with a passion. I don't detest anything, but I really detest that because it's so unnecessary packaging. It's the same with those bits of foil. And I was just thinking of when you pull the plastic thing from the milk, you know, um, yep. like I have, I use like almond milk and once you've unscrewed the lid, you then have to unscrew another plastic thing. And those tiny things end up in rivers and then they end up in the sea and then they end up being yeah. ingested from poor fish. And, and not, just, not to mention you give yourself a hernia getting them off. They're so hard to get off. I yeah. know, I know. Yeah. So yeah, eating times can be stressful. Yeah. Well, yeah. There's, there's no rage, like the rage you feel when you go to pull one of those annoying little fuckers and it doesn't come off. And you, you just pull the <laughs> ring off and the plastic bit just stays intact. So you're literally just like having to attack it with a knife. Or it like, does come off and your milk goes everywhere. Yeah. Don't you remember those yeah. little milk cartons where you had to 
there was sort of um oh with the triangle yeah you have to open them and then pull them open how the fuck did they ever work i I don't know how they work and in my in my family of like you know me and my three siblings they always like looked like a mouse had been up with everyone just gouging their fingers in to make a hole when that didn't work right nice yeah but i've got to say though i i i think that that people that open like things like cereal boxes that look like they've been opened by wild beasts. You know, people just tear them open. Like they don't try to delicate. I feel like you should open packaging and then put it back, making it look almost like it's not been opened. But you know, like those, yeah. like those people that literally will just rip things straight open. You're like, oh my God, what kind of person are you? you yeah, but do you, tell me, do you think this is weird? Is this weird? And I, I love my mother-in-law and it's, it's just not a disparaging of her character, but. You know, when you open a, um, a container of butter, like Lurpak, she leaves that, that foil thing at the top. So you always have to peel that back. And I always feel uh, like I'm going to throw it away, but she's going to be cross with me. if I, I don't understand keeping it on. You won't use it to bake, to, to line the tray with butter, does she? <laughs> no, because it's only about that bloody big. So it's just, it's just the bit on the t- on, under the oh, margarine so of the butter. You use it to put butter on, and then you you butter you like you know how you. No, no, no! But she keeps it half stuck on. Yeah. So you just sort of like roll a bit back. Oh no! I've got another one for you. I I love we're getting down to the really important stuff now. Yeah. Those people, you 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 buy tubs of yogurts, and so again, you have the yogurt with a plastic lid you pull off. Then there's a foil, and then there's that weird bit of paper. Yeah. Yeah, I hate that. Yeah. Yeah. Why do people leave that bit of paper on there? I always think I that. I don't know. I don't know. Well, that was that the bit that's got the use by on it? No, no, that's on the, no. that, that's the actual foil. Yeah, you're right. Yogurt's the um, worst offender. Okay, two, two things. First of all, the butter thing where um, people butter their toast and then like put the like the crummy butter back in the tub. Oh, I know. I think those people should be um, sent to the chair. <laughs> yeah. Don't you? It is not. I mean, I'm not unreasonable, but. The other one, when people, when the crusty toothpaste, and you have to squeeze it really hard oh. to get the, you know, to get the actual toothpaste out because it's all crusted over. That's another thing as well. No, that's absolutely disgusting. Well, it's a people, people that squeeze toothpaste from the center of a tube can just get fucked, quite frankly. They, they don't belong anywhere. <laughs> hey, you've got to, like, what have you got to do? You've got to like sort of, sort of slip it up. I don't know. When... Roll it up, Ellie. You roll it up. Can, I, roll can, it I, um, can I give you a secret for, you know, one of my tips for a happy marriage is separate toothpastes altogether. Because <laughs> oh, then that I just do. takes out a lot of those disputes. And then, yeah, you know. I, I got the Sensodyne for me. Yeah, same, same. Yeah. We've got totally good chat. Topic about lids and stuff. I was going to say, I think I, I don't think I struggle so much with lids as you two do. But are you generally quite clumsy? Oh yeah, I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not. I like. I'm. I'm sort of quite well known for 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 being the opposite. I've never. Well, you're very really fit and coordinated. You know, you're good at boxing and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, I'm not. Honestly, I think it's yeah. something that you just. Yeah, I've managed to sort of practice, if that's a thing. But boxing has to be very coordinated. Um, even just, I mean, there's there's so there's so many yeah there's so many things I've done where it, it requires you to, to to really use your brain as well as move. Um, so maybe I've just like got better and better at being yeah. coordinated. I mean, I do fall over a lot. 
Um, and only, only very rarely is alcohol involved. Very rarely. I could, you know, I could chip over my own legs. I've got friends who just fall up the stairs, like randomly. Yeah, like, I do you know, too. Yeah. And she's like, oops, but I just, that, I don't really do that much. Just, yeah. Yeah. Unless I'm, I'm very drunk, but. Yeah. Mm. I fell over yesterday and I automatically burst out laughing and then people looked at me like I was weird. And I think, again, the world's divided into two people. If I fall over, I laugh straight away thinking, you've got to laugh at yourself, right? If you fall over, do you laugh at yourself? I, I, try, I, try, I, I try to, but it's so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> it's, so it's, embarrassing. More embar it's more embarrassing to not laugh at yourself, I think. Yeah, well, well, you can't laugh if you've really hurt yourself. <laughs> I would just immediately start doing press-ups. <laughs> I like the people who, who stumble and then like look like look back to them like as if, oh, what was there? It was like, no, nothing, mate. It's just a class. Yeah. Uh, there was no way I could do a press-up. This was a full scale. So embarrassing. It was one of those things. That it was at the gym doing foot taps on a box. And I obviously led the wrong way. And I literally just went straight down on my ass and bounced more and straight back up again. But you know, you're like, everyone's like, you know, when a pigeon flies past your head so quickly, you're not quite sure it happened. That was like <laughs> falling off my ass yesterday. I was up and laughing at myself so quickly. You're allowed to fall over in the gym, aren't you? It's kind of like what happens in the well, park. Yeah. Oh, I would never, I would never go to that park ever again if I if I if I fell over in the park <laughs> ever again. <laughs> Have you ever had anything awful like that on stage? I actually have i've had luckily not that much but i definitely had situations where i've tripped over and sort of tried to turn it into like a sort of dance. <laughs> but, um, no i, I definitely i've had times you know what where i've forgotten where i am and i say it's so good to be in a oh, fuck and then you just sort of muffle the microphone a bit and you know it's I get so embarrassed that's the thing that like I think it's a really bad I'd rather be less embarrassed because you you end up then getting into a place where you can't ever be embarrassed it's just like not good you've got to be embarrassed sometimes or or like you know be silly and it, it, yeah um so I think I just got to a point where I like did everything I could like I never wear heels on stage I never have anything that might oh I've had times where um my, my trousers have literally just fallen down and I've got to hold them up for the rest of the show because there's no one around to like help me um, or, or like, oh, the one time um, when I, when I, I was uh, touring with Bruno Mars like years ago and um, I, there's this big like introduction and I, you know, all this smoke and, and, you know, huge dramatic intro with the music and it's like swelling up and then, and then I appear to sing the first song and I did that and I was, you know, thought I was the coolest thing in the world. And then there was no microphone there. Um, so <laughs> I literally had to, yeah, alternative dance back off the stage. I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> yeah, it was, I, I promise you, it was the most embarrassing moments of my life. People must have been going, God, she's really milking this intro. <laughs> Someone would have got fired if I didn't find it so funny. God, I was literally like, like the poor engineer was like, I'm so sorry at the side of the stage. But well, yeah. fingers oh. crossed. Gavin, Gavin jinxed you for next week, Ellie. Oh, I know. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. The, oh, brightest blue, the brightest blue experience, August 26th. And yeah. I might and I say, at least I can cut the transmission if anything goes really wrong. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be brilliant. And remind Nothing's everyone. Nothing's going to go wrong. Yeah. Remind everyone where they can go again to get the tickets, Ellie. Okay. So <clears throat> it is Ellie Golding, livenow.com. Fantastic. And obviously the Brightest Blue album is available right now, of course. Yeah, it's quite good. Back on tour properly next it's, year from the cross. It's really quite excellent. Don't uh, don't be modest. So yes. 
Oh, well, thank you, Ellie. This was so much fun. Can we do oh, this again? Oh, we loved having you. Pardon? Can we do it again sometime and just Yes. Talk? Uh, you know, frankly, I've been asking you to do it for about four years, but, you know, I'm we'll sorry. let that go. And we'll just, yeah. <laughs> I'm here now. I'm here you know. now. Hey! We're Ellie, so happy. Ellie, Ellie yeah. all it took was the global pandemic and for the world to drive yeah. to a complete halt for us to get you on our podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, now, now I've done it, I want to do it. I want to, yeah, have me back at some point. I would love Good. It. We oh. definitely will. Thanks, Thanks so much. Everyone. Good Thanks luck next week. Bye. Thanks, Thanks everyone. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.